Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. This, of course, is the Survivor Series slash NXT TakeOver War Games post show. Before we get into it, make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm simply by clicking below, hit the subscribe button. If you're, watch, if you're watching on YouTube, that way you will know whenever I drop a new show or the real Dwayne Allen drops a new show, or perhaps we both drop a new show right here on the Wrestling Realm Networks, hit the bell, notification, do yourself a favor, that way you never miss it. Folks, we just witnessed the Survivor Series, perhaps one of the best ones to ever take place. I'm sitting there watching the show, and I'm like, wow, you know, this show is really Good. Um, I went back, as I always do, on Survivor Series. Anytime we have the big four, right? I go back and I look at the classics. I look at whether it's the old school as far as, you know, going in the 80s or the 90s. Or sometimes I just go back a few years. So I give you, for this year, the Survivor Series, I looked at some of the shows from, um, I looked at part of 92. I realized there was only one it's a traditional Survivor Series match. And I was like, wow, this was the sh-. As I was looking at it, I said, if the internet was around back then, they would have killed this show. Uh, the match I watched was simply Mr. Perfect and Rabbit, uh, Randy Savage taking on Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. We all know that was supposed to be Warrior and Savage, but it didn't happen. Um, so I looked at that match. I looked at 99 when Big Show won the championship. I also watched when China won the championship. I looked at 2014 when Sting made his comeback. And part of it was because I watched the untold story of Sting. So it made me want to watch that Survivor Series. But and then I think I also watched the... Um, it was another one that I watched. But, you know, I just like to, you know, kind of get in Survivor Series mood. So I'm watching those. So, you know, this week, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready. Takeover. Phenomenal. But, you know, I'm going to start off with the Survivor Series. They did a women's triple threat match to close the show. Now, the big three, I mean, the big four, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Add Survivor Series to the list. The women have main evented the Royal Rumble when they did the first ever women's Royal Rumble. You all remember, that's when Ronda Rousey made her debut. The women have main evented WrestleMania. One of those ladies was in the match tonight. Becky Lynch, when she won the title, um, became, you know, the Raw and SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And the winner take all match. And then tonight, now, we'll wonder, makes me wonder, when will the women main event SummerSlam, right? But, you know, we go to it. Becky Lynch, um, Shayna Baszler, Bailey, bragging rights on the line. Nothing, you know, nothing spectacular. Um... I didn't hate the match. I know a lot of people, you know, felt 
that it wasn't that great. We know the Chicago crowd is really tough. I will say this. For the type of night that we saw, the placement probably wasn't the best. If I had to close a show, if you know, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. The match of the night to me was Adam Cole and Pete Dunne. More on that later. But this just was not the greatest match to close the show. Um, but I understand why they did it. They had one of the hotter stories coming into it, and I've been vocal. And I've said it time and time again. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining me for the first time. Hope you come back. One of the things I did say was that I thought the beef was was, be, was between Shayna Baszler and Bailey, not so much Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler and Bailey. Becky Lynch started getting her, you know, feet wet in this rivalry as we got closer, but not leading up to it. In the end, it was Shayna Baszler getting the win, forcing Bailey to tap out. Now, Becky Lynch was outside. You could say maybe that was a protection thing, perhaps. They wanted to keep her character safe. I wanted to see Bailey win this. I was a little disappointed. And this is the fan of me, clearly. You know, I'm not sitting up here, you know, getting all emotional of the results. But the fan of me wanted to see Bailey win this. Unfortunately, she didn't. But this capped off, as you can see on your screen, this capped off an incredible night for NXT. Four wins to SmackDown's two wins and Raw only getting one win. Um... But afterwards, you know, the match after the match was over, Becky Lynch would attack uh, Shayna Baszler, and that would lead to her, you know, you know, I think she threw her to a table. And it had you wondering, would Ronda Rousey make her return? We all know Rousey and Baszler, you know, they're tight. They're really good friends, the four horsewomen of MMA. Unfortunately, we did not get that. And this was the Survivor Series. A lot of us thought that we would finally get the four horsemen of the MMA versus the four horsewomen of the WWE NXT. Still hasn't happened. I got to admit, folks, I don't think we're going to get that match. I could be wrong. I just don't think we're going to get it. I'm, Ronda Rousey has apparently retired on Total Divas. I haven't watched those episodes, but I do know that there was a saying that she said, you never really retire in the WWE. So that. We got to see what happens there. Overall, like I said, I didn't hate the match. But let's move on. Sticking with the women. The NXT versus WWE versus, uh, I should say NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. Um, an incredible match. Uh, just, this is what kicked off the main show. And I, I thought they was on fire. You know, you saw your hot spots in here. You saw your rivalries. I want to see what's going to happen on Raw because we saw Charlotte and Asuka getting into it. And I know a lot of people think that Asuka and uh, Becky Lynch will eventually dethrone the Kabuki Warriors for the Tag Team Championships. But right here, if it's going to happen, we saw the seed being planted tonight. You know, um, she, she missed her. She gave it a green miss, which caused Charlotte to get pinned and eliminated. You know, I... I was I really was pulling for SmackDown, but I have to say the NXT women outsmarted the rest of the Raw and SmackDown women. Candice LeRae and I I I Io Shirai went out there. They was hurt, 
But then they would return to the ring. All of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, they was never eliminated. Therefore, therefore, now granted, it probably should have been a count out. If you're counting out, just let's stick with um, some continuity here. If they wasn't able to continue, they should have been counted out. But if they weren't the legal women, then they couldn't have been counted out. So there's that point. But they returned to the match, which, you know, obviously gave NXT NXT women an advantage. And it was Rhea Ripley forcing Sasha Banks to, um, you know, she uh, pinned Sasha Banks. And here's the thing, right? Rhea Ripley, she defeated Sasha and Charlotte on SmackDown. Then let's go right into... Um, let's go right into TakeOver because we had uh, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and it was supposed to be Mia Yim. But, you know, before we get there, that was the original card, taking on Kaylee Ray, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Shayna Baszler. Well, before the night, Mia Yim was attacked. Therefore, she couldn't participate in war games. I know I was disappointed. I know a lot of fans were disappointed. Very, you know, after all that she had did between the ladder match, you know, the appearances on uh, Lillian Garcia's podcast, the appearance on the bump, you hear, you know, just seeing her earning her spot for her not to be able to be in this match was highly disappointing. But then we saw Dakota Kai be awarded the spot. And even though she said, no, Shane, um, Ripley said, no, you're ready. This is your spot. And then what did she do? She turns on Tegan Knox. So that led to it being a two-on-four match in War Games. In the end, Rhea Ripley showed this is what she has been waiting for her entire life, and she was able to get it done, forcing, you know, defeating Shayna Baszler, defeating the champ. And we all been saying she is money. She is the next big thing. There's no reason that she will not be NXT Women's Champion. She's a former NXT UK Women's Champion. She's got to be the next champion, folks. After the show in here tonight, I expect Rhea Ripley to win the NXT Championship, Women's Championship at the next takeover. It's just quite, quite simply, she went out there and just owned this weekend. I mean, between her and the Undisputed Era, man, they went out there and did their thing. Let's move on. We're going to the men's matchup. Um, before, so... In the men's war games, Kevin Owens was the fourth participant on Team Tomasa Ciampa. But that makes you wonder, okay, wait, he's back. Is he back on NXT? But he made it known to Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins questioned his loyalty. He said, look, you was out there with NXT last night. How I know you ain't going to turn? And he was offended. He said, look, Rollins, you don't have no room to talk. Look what you did. Seth Rollins is never going to live what he did down, joining the authority, turning on the shield, his brothers. And here's another example. But, um, you know, the, the match would take place. Um, in another incredible Survivor Series match. You really could have closed the show with this one, too. But the man who was made tonight, Keith Lee, an incredible showing, went out there, was a part of the final three, Keith Lee, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Um, but, you know, real quick with Kevin Owens, we saw tonight that it was Tommaso Ciampa who, you know, forced him into elimination. And it's like, wait a minute, dude, I helped you the other night, last night, and then you just, you know, business is business. 
Also, you know, another thing that happened in that match, Baron Corbin. He was went out there trying to be, you know, King Corbin and show he's a leader and all that. But he he dang on there cost his team you know, on different occasions. And, you know, it was to a point Roman just had to eliminate him. And, and it's kind of like, look, you're the leader. You got to do what's best for the long-term benefit of the team, even if it's kicking out somebody else. But we, like I said, we're going back to Keith Lee. Right, my boy Shark said he was made a star tonight. I'm not ready to say that just yet because I've seen this with the Survivor Series. I've seen the sole survivors go out there, or in this case, he wasn't the sole survivor, but he was amongst the last people. It's kind of like that last, the, the um, runner-up in the Royal Rumble syndrome. In this case, he's the runner-up Survivor Series where, yes, he had a great match. He had a great show, and we saw what he could do. Now I want to see, because the Chicago crowd was behind him, are the next towns going to be behind him? Is he, will he get an NXT championship match? You know, I mean, quite frankly, he went out there in a big match, in a big showing. I think he deserves it. That's what I want to see. Will he get an NXT championship match? And what happens? Because he, if he capitalizes off this, we'll see a star. But we're going to have to see if WWE is going to push the machine, put the machine behind him. Will NXT put the machine behind him? And will they make him a star? And can he handle it? What happens next? That's what I want to see out of Keith Lee. I was impressed with tonight. You know, I've seen his work. I've, you know, I've been enjoying his work. But I want to see what happens. I'm just trying not to get too excited because I've seen this before. So only time will tell. In the end, it was the big dog leaving Survivor Series, getting the win for SmackDown. They're only their second win of the night. And, you know, Roman Reigns just went out there and proved why he is the dominant leader for Team SmackDown. Let's move on to the WWE Championship match. We saw Brock Lesnar taking on Rey Mysterio for the championship. No holes barred. You know, uh, it was what you could be expected. Very hard hitting. A lot of weapons being used. To the point, you know, Ray Mysterio, he was ready. He was ready for Brock. Went out there. And then when Brock would take advantage and just kind of start suplexing, taking Ray to Suplex City, his son Dominic would come out there asking him, pleading, you know, just to stop the beating that he's putting on his dad. He even tried to, he brought a towel with him, but Brock took the towel and tossed it. And he's about to do some damage to Dominic. Ray would hit him with a low blow. And that would lead to the two of them ganging up on him. Both of them hit a 6-1-9. But then they both went for the splash. And it looked like Brock was going to lose the WWE Championship. Where Ray went for the pin, Dominic was on top of him. And Brock just got out got out of it. And, um, you know, the, and the rest is, you know, pretty much history. F5, 1-2-3. Brock Lesnar, still your WWE champion. But I will say, this ending had me on the edge of my seat because I just knew it. I said, wait a minute. Is it true? Could it be? Could we get a new WWE champion? But then it went back to reality. And we knew it just wasn't going to happen. Snap back into reality. So, and now we move to the WWE championship match. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defending his Universal Championship. I got it right. The Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. I mean, what a match. We saw Daniel Bryan leading up to this 
kind of reject going back to the Yes movement. But during this match, we saw him retrieve to that. And we saw the whole All-State arena behind him. Everybody was behind Daniel Bryan. And, you know, he, even when he would give him the kicks, yes, yes, yes. The Bray Wyatt would tell him, bring more. The Fiend, come on, give me more, give me more. And it looked like, you know, I mean, from the knee to the face. And, and just when he started to rev up, the Fiend caught him with the mandible claw. And one of the things he did, you know, just watching, he put his hand on his other hand. And, and it was just as to say, no, I'm going to make sure you don't get up. One, two, three. I mean, well, the right, yeah, one, two, three. It was over. But an incredible match. But it just goes to show you, you know, it's going to take a lot to take down the Fiend. Just when you thought Daniel Bryan was getting some momentum, the Fiend killed this dream. So, but, um, you know, this was, like I said, this was an incredible match. I really enjoyed it. I got a chance to see. This was the dark match they did in Philly last week. Got a chance to see the Fiend in person for the first time. I mean, obviously, that was a quick match. It was for the house. Uh, but this right here, it was, you know, a good universal championship match right in the middle of the card. This could have, you know, this could have been towards the uh, end. So, but let's talk about TakeOver War Games. So, the, we're going to talk about the men. We already talked about the women. You had the team of Tomasa Ciampa, Keith Lee, Donovan Dajakovic, and, like I said earlier, Kevin Owens. Going against the undisputed era, Roderick Strong, uh, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole, baby. In the end, it was Team Tomasa Ciampa getting it done. I was wrong. I said that one of the heels was going to win. I didn't think both faces were going to win because faces generally don't win war games. Um, But, you know, I was surprised. I, I didn't hate it. I, I actually enjoyed this match. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the women's match because I felt like, okay, it was a lot with the weapons. And maybe because I was disappointed that uh, Mia Yim was out. But then more importantly, that it was two on four as opposed to seeing that four on four. With this one, I got the four on four. And, I mean, they just really just beat the crap out of each other. Uh, the, the the whole place uh, erupted when Kevin Owens came out there. So, I thought that was cool. I was watching with my kids. They enjoyed it. Um, but like I said, it was a good match. I mean, just an incredible few nights for NXT. The brand really got put on, folks. If you sat there and you're sitting there, you're like, wow, if you never heard of NXT, you really found out who these guys and gals was this past weekend. And I have to say, I don't care what y'all think. AEW is in trouble because, yeah, they had that little seven weeks of being ahead in the ratings. And then NXT has grabbed the brass ring, and we know it was a, um, a go-home show. I want to see what's going to happen this week. Because now there's the fallout. What's going to happen with Keith Lee? The Undisputed Era. They're going to be arrogant. I mean, they won everything tonight, this weekend. Uh, well, tonight at the Survivor Series. So what's going to happen with them? You know, Tommaso Ciampa said, like, daddy's home. So he's coming back for the NXT title. Now him and Keith Lee aren't partners they ain't buddies they're not friends so now you're gonna see these two kind of go at it because we're gonna have chompa said hey i got the pin at war games but then keith lee said well look i lasted the longest for the team at survivor series on time will tell um the match that i said that i thought was going to steal the show did not disappoint folks that was roger strong 
AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, whoa, the, not, I think this is the second match of the main card. And uh, these guys just went out there and beat the crap out of each other. All strong style competitors. I mean, so it, it, you knew you was going to get something. Um, you may remember when Daniel Bryan and Roger Strong squared off in the Greatest Royal Rumble, how they just beat the smack out of each other, literally. We all know what Shinsuke and AJ Styles could do in the ring. And, I mean, David had one move when they did, like, I think the WWE Universe Twitter handle described as the Doom Day device a thousand times, where, you know, one, I think they held uh, Roger Strong up, and uh, Shinsuke just hit up, like, a flying kick. Might be wrong in order, but yeah. So, and then Roger Strong snuck in getting a pinfall. You know, so this right here just set it up for the night. It's like, wait a minute, okay, undisputed era. They um, they won the tag team uh, match earlier, I believe, or did the War Raiders win? I gotta double check. Um, but nonetheless, right here, you know, this just goes to show, like, okay, undisputed era. They are not playing. Um, you know, and they they stood up there. You know, we go to the uh, <clears throat> Adam Cole. And Pete Dunn, uh, match of the night. That should have been the main event if you're talking matches, but we all know that wasn't the biggest story heading into Survivor Series, so we knew that wouldn't be the main event. But, I mean, just an incredible match between these guys. They went out there and just proved, like, look, this is who we are, you know. This is exactly who we are. We are NXT. We know the world knows what we've been doing. Pete Dunne, I believe it was in NXT. I believe that NXT TakeOver was in Chicago. I may be wrong, but I believe it was in Chicago when he became the NXT UK champion, which that was an incredible match. You know, all right, I was wrong. Yeah, the War Raiders did win that match. Okay, yeah, because I was going, that was my pick. But, um, you know, nonetheless, just Adam Cole, Going out there with Pete Dunne. I mean, the two tore the house down after both of them having matches on Saturday night. To be able to go back to back. You know, I hope these guys get a... They need the Undisputed Era. Shoot, half the NXT roster needs to take a vacation. Because, I mean, they just been... To do two pay-per-views back to back nights, that's impressive. You know, these are, these are athletes, folks. But these are human beings. And what they do is not easy so and then you know i was sitting there watching this match right and i was like you know a lot of times in sports we want to see two players or two teams go at it a hundred percent adam cole's nursing rib injuries pete dunn i believe he was nursing a, a leg injury and i'm like even though they're not a hundred percent this match isn't lacking anything like, I'm still enjoying it as if they're not both bandage, uh, having bandages on. So, I, I loved it. Um, I'm going to watch this match probably multiple times. Adam Cole Bay Bay, folks. I know a lot of some people just don't get the hype around him. He's the Panama City playboy. And, you know, he is that dude. So, another great match on NXT. Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. I mean, Finn Balor went out there and just let it be known, like, look, I am the longest reigning NXT champion, and this is, you know, I was one of the people who kind of, like, put this brand on the map, 
you know, one of the if if you did a Mount Rushmore NXT, you would have an argument not to have Finn Balor on there. And I mean, just an incredible match. He was victorious over Matt Riddle. I mean, Takeover was, as always, just a phenomenal show. <clears throat> I, and I enjoy him each and every. I don't think I've seen a bad Takeover. Somebody name one. If you've seen a bad Takeover, let me know because I have not. But ladies and gentlemen. That is going to do it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the show. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Uh, just go on your uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button, drop the ratings. I know I'm a Spotify guy when it comes to podcasts now. I used to be an Apple guy, but I just found like with Spotify, I can listen to my desktop, listen to it on uh then pick up where i left off right on my phone so it's just easier for me but you know that's something i still listen to on apple so make sure you check that out folks um let me know what did you think of the survivor series i think this was one of the best ever and just from start to finish well maybe not to finish it did kind of dwindle down with the um maybe with the brock match and with the women's um match in, in the main event they weren't to me, they weren't bad, but they just wasn't as good as the others. Um, I look at the other part of the card. It's just phenomenal. You had some, as I mentioned earlier, I think 98 was special because it was the Deadly Games tournament. It was also the first out of the 97 screw job. But uh, it was it was special because after that, we just wasn't, we couldn't stop talking about what had happened with The Rock turning on the fans and joint investment man 99 was which i watched earlier was like kind of weak even though the big show won the disappointment there was we didn't get austin rock and triple h in a triple threat match a match that we had been waiting to get so and i always wondered was the plan always to go with big show that night and why did they go with big show that night somebody let me know why did they go with the big show um, 2000, I remember, I, I don't watch that too much often because they had two triple threat caliber, two, I said two triple threat, two, three matches that was like, it was kind of like a triple main event, Rock and Rikishi, I didn't enjoy that match, Kurt Angle and Undertaker, didn't enjoy that one, Austin and Triple H, which was okay, but I just really didn't enjoy the show the way I thought I should have, 2001 was great, um, with the, um, the um, WCW versus and the Alliance versus the WWF. So those are some. But let me know what did you think of this year's Survivor Series? Where do you rank it? Is it top five, bottom five? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Let me know. Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. I'll catch you this week on another episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the wrestling realm posts new content.